0: Welcome in. Welcome in it is the Arrowhead Addict podcast live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Patrick Allen, as always, with Matt Verderham. They let us come back. And we were here last year. You've been here many years. I have. And somehow we got back in the door. It's a mistake. It's, it's a mistake. mistake. But
1: you know the league's got so much to pay attention to. The last thing they care about is me and my dopey face. Yeah, so yeah. They're uh they're continuing to let us show up. Um I'm I'm okay with it. It's a lot warmer here in Phoenix than it yeah. is back uh, in Chicago. So, yeah, sure sign
0: me up. Yeah. So, uh, Verderam, you know, you've been here to the Super Bowl a bunch of different times. I came for the first time last year. For our viewers out there who who don't know all the behind the scenes, the media stuff, like what's Radio Row? Where are we? What's happening right
1: yeah, now? Yeah. So, so for this Super Bowl, it's different at everyone. But usually, we're at a convention center for the Radio Row situation. Same thing here. It was actually nice. We got out of the airport. We we're here within 12 minutes. Something it's really like that, really close. Sometimes it it can be a 45 minute ride. So that was really nice. You know, we went, we got a credential in one building, walked across the street, came down here, you know, upstairs we have a media workroom down here. We've got the radio row and what you can see behind us, of course, are some tables and that really extends all the way around us. We're we're toward the front of the room, Uh, but it's, I mean there's hundreds of tables there are some big booths set up you know cbs sports nfl network stuff like that yeah um they we just missed get, getting one ourselves yeah our attic booth
0: yeah um, yeah unfortunately you know,
1: we're like we're like three subscribers away from having our own floor yeah but uh we don't want a big time anybody look so it's it's really cool i mean you go around and, and there's it's funny because it's just a weird world like you'll walk around and see 10 people you've never seen in your life and then like ryan leaf walked by yeah and then there's the pat mcafee show and then there's 10 more people you don't know and then there's drew Brees. like it's yeah it's just a funny uh reality to live in for the week
0: yeah and if you start if you start watching some of the bigger you know cable shows like espn um Sirius people are cbs right. sports they're broadcasting like right behind the camera actually is a big stage for cbs sports so people are here all week and then you got a lot of athletes coming through, a lot of celebrities. They're all working with different PR companies. So we're going to be here all week, yep. broadcasting from Arrowhead Attic, stacking the box. Your, your national NFL podcast will be broadcasting from here. We're going to be talking with a lot of great guests. Nick Lowry's coming on the show. Yep. I think yep. we're going to be talking to Stephen A. Smith, Deion Sanders on the Arrowhead yep. Attic podcast this week. So it's going to be, I mean, if you're not subscribed to this channel already, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the Arrowhead Attic podcast. You're going to get the best Chiefs coverage possibly imaginable. And with Stag in the Box, Matt Vergrams National NFL Podcast, you're gonna get the whole picture.
1: Right. It's gonna be fun. I look we have we have a lot of special guests. I know tomorrow we have we have guests wall to wall, same thing on Wednesday. We have, you know, we have Chiefs availability tomorrow as That's well. Right. Yep. We'll be at talking to them. Uh, we'll talk to them tonight as well. Media night. I'll yep. be talking to the Eagles and the Chiefs. Um and keep an eye out on Fanside.com. There's gonna be a lot of stuff. I've already written a few things that I'm gonna plug some quotes into. I'll write some others as well. I'm excited about it. It's gonna be uh it's going to be fun. Okay, but, and by Friday, I'm going to be begging for a day off. Thank God yeah. for Saturday. Yeah. Um, but I can't wait to go to the game on Sunday, cover that, and hopefully uh, the Chiefs victorious.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a long week, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I saw our guy, Paul, uh, and shout out to all of our members who are watching right now, by the way. Yes. I saw, uh, Paul asked, are you guys going to media tonight? Yep. Yeah, we'll be there. Um, it's going to be a late night we remember we're an hour behind central time. So, and we all flew out at like, you know, we got up at four in the morning. Yeah, today, so, yeah. but yeah, turn on uh you know, turn on the broadcast. We won't be able to stream live for media night because people paid a lot of money to broadcast that, but yes. it's going to be on NFL network ESPN. You can watch it on there. You might see us milling about, it. you might hear us ask a question That's Right. more than likely not. You'll just, you'll just hear some, you know, you hear the murmuring. answer. Yeah, yeah. Some murmuring, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Man
1: Manfred will be there in the crowd. That's right. Just, just, which by the way we're working on it but pretty sure we're going to have him on the podcast this week yeah. from Radio Row, which yeah. is going to be just going to be incredible talk about really regretting the NFL <laughs> right. how many people come in yeah yeah he's going to get involved so uh, it's going to be a lot of
0: fun speaking of regrets uh what we're not going to have this week is as our as our uh our fifth co-host Maisie Watson she's pissed she's not happy no. right cuz she wanted to be here at the Super Bowl and uh, you didn't have five grand to get her a ticket.
1: I didn't. know, nor could I just let her roll, roam around the stadium yeah. uh, without me as I'm yeah. as I'm working the game. But yeah. she is uh, here in spirit. She was very. She's very excited for the game. She made me promise her to take her to a game at Arrowhead next year. So we will be at Arrowhead next year. She's like, I need to meet Mahomes and Kelsey. So I don't think you understand quite how that works.
0: <laughs> right. I right. can't.
1: You know. I, I. I don't know if I could quite make that happen. I take yeah. her to training camp practice. Yeah. That might be the route, but then is she going to sit there for three hours in 100-degree heat?
0: Right, right. That's
1: the issue. So we're working on it. But, yeah, she's not pleased. She's not here.
0: By the way, Verder, we got an all-time comment from our guy, Angry Drunken He's German. i not wrong. <laughs> 720p for the stream, Verd in less than high def, isn't all bad. is 720 d- considered high definition? Yeah, listen,
1: low def for me is is where it needs to be. Yeah, right. right? It's like, remember when... when uh, when high def like 20 years ago first came out yeah. and there were all these like news anchors who were concerned about the fact that like they would have all their blubs just show up. Yeah, right. Think about how I feel. Yeah. My entire <laughs> face shows up.
0: Yeah.
2: Like
1: I, I, I can't believe they yeah. forced me to be on camera for
2: yeah.
0: this. And yet yeah. here
1: I am yeah. braving it and an angry, d- drunken German comes in and, and throws me under the it's all- Dunks on with, you. I mean, this yeah. like, man's not wrong. Yeah. But uh, I I'm Somebody is that a Mountain Dew. It is Mountain Dew. Yeah. The uh, the, the media workroom, no water. Yeah. So just just apparently looking to truly kill us all yeah, for just the weeks f- out.
0: Finish us all. That's off. okay. We, we need the, we need the sugar to get through the day. That's for sure. Hey, if you guys are watching on YouTube, do us a favor, hit that like button. Only seventeen likes so far. There, I just did it. Eighteen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get some more Chiefs fans in here. I know it's the middle of the workday, um, but this is how it's going to be this week. It's Super Bowl. You got to make time. You got to ask off. You got to go on an extended lunch break. Uh, let's get into that's some right. some Chiefs talk, and we can take some questions here in a minute. But Verdam, I wanted to ask you. First of all, the uh, the Madden Sim came out. Did you hear about this? I did. I did. And actually. the Madden Sim predicted that the Chiefs are going to lose thirty-one to seventeen in this game.
1: Madden's not a big fan of the you, Chiefs. You buy, do you buy? you buy that? No, I do not. I uh, I would be really surprised if the Chiefs get going out of this game. I'd be I, other than Mahomes getting hurt. Right. I don't really see there being a scenario where the Chiefs are just blown out of the football game. They're too good. I yeah. mean, when you When you look at Mahomes' career, I know they lost in the Super Bowl once by a big score. They had no offensive line. They don't get blown out very often. I think literally in his entire career, I believe, only two times that they lost by more than one score. So I I, I would be shocked if the Chiefs are just blown out of the game.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. Look, these are two really good teams, and you hear a lot about Philadelphia's pass rush, and you don't hear as much about the Chiefs' offensive line. and. I just don't don't understand that. And maybe it's because, you know, especially it's their interior guys, right? right? It's Creed Humphrey and Joe Tooney and Trey Smith, and they just don't get the fanfare. But when you go and look at ESPN's pass block win rate, also run block win rate, by the way, these guys, like, I I believe on pass block win rate, both Creed Humphrey and Joe Tooney were graded number one for the season in that category.
1: I, I mean, if you look at just sack percentage,
0: The Chiefs are second
1: best on the offensive line in football. Now, part of that is a quarterback stat, part of that's a line stat. The only team better than them was Tampa because Brady gets rid of the ball so fast. Mahomes is second. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are 24th. Now, I think a lot of that is Hurts holds onto the ball, and he tries to extend plays, and you're going to have that sometimes. I mean, the Eagles offensive line is fantastic. But it's a weird analysis. You kind of hear, like, well... Can the Chiefs' offensive line hold up? And it's like, well, both offensive lines have two All Pros and three Pro Bowlers. Yeah. It's not like the Chiefs are some bum fest. Right, and right. one of those guys, by the way, is not named Trey Smith. Yeah. So, look, I I think, and we were talking about this before the show, if the Chiefs can just play it even up front, I think they're in really good shape. i mean, I think. I think for the Eagles, they have to win up front. They have to be able to get pressure. They've got to be able to affect Mahomes. They play a very static zone defense behind it. If they don't get the Mahomes, he's going to know where they are. Yeah. And I don't care who your corners are. You're, you're dead in the water at that point. So I, I do think the Chiefs, it's weird. Normally the Chiefs are the ones who are always like either overrated or like the ones who are constantly talked about. And this week it's almost been the opposite of that. Not that they've been disrespected, but just kind of like, oh, the, the Eagles have a much better roster. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I necessarily feel that way.
0: Yeah, I, we, I've heard that a lot. Uh, I saw Peter King say something similar that he. I saw Peter King say he thought that the line should have been six, it, with the Chiefs being underdogs, and that just that's seems wild. That seems bananas to me. That's crazy. This is a really good Chiefs football team, and I, I definitely understand why the line is so close and the and the Eagles are slight favorites because of sure. the Mahomes ankle injury, right? I mean, that's that's the deciding factor here. I think if Mahomes if if Mahomes doesn't have the injury, maybe the Chiefs are plus two, plus three. They're, you know, favorites, minus three. Minus three, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, they're favorites. If he's healthy, they're favorite. Uh In fact, when Vegas put the line out, they were favored. Like, they moved really fast, but they actually – Vegas did favor them at start the week. It was like one and a half for the Chiefs. There's just a part of me that says sometimes, like, football's a really complex game, but it's also a really simplistic game. And there is a part of me that says – are we making this too complicated? Like, the Chiefs have the more experienced head coach. I think it's fair to say they have a better coaching staff. Not the Eagles is bad. But Chiefs are beyond our approach. I also think pretty easily here, with all due respect to Jalen Hurts, Chiefs are the better quarterback. Like they're they're just the Chiefs could have a lot of things go wrong in this game and they still win. I don't know that that's true of Philadelphia. I feel like Philly's gotta play a certain way to win this football game. We're like the Chiefs. It could be like when they played the Niners, and it's like, eh, and then all of a sudden Mahomes makes like four throws. That there's no defense for. There like, go oh, they win. That's it. I think sometimes like I, it almost makes me think of the Pats all those years of Brady, where they play some team and it's like, man, that team's got a better roster one through fifty three, and then you get into the game, It was like, all right, but they have Brady and Gronk and Belichick and good night. That's it. Like you lose. I think the, I think the Chiefs are every bit as good, if not better, than Philly in this game.
0: Yeah, and they've got some experience with some of their key veterans that I think is going to come into play here. And you and I were talking about this earlier today. What really came into play for the AFC championship game was Steve Spagnuolo's game plan, particularly in that first quarter. Right. right? And that's, that's sort of what he aims to do. He doesn't necessarily like, obviously he'd love to dominate the whole game, but he knows if we can hold them to a couple field goals, maybe cause a turnover or do what he did against the Bengals, which is, keep the Bengals from getting a yard in the first right. quarter. Yeah. I mean, th- th- that's how the Chiefs well, won that game.
2: It's
1: also – I went back and rewatched the film of that game, which I don't normally do, but, you know, we had two weeks in between the games. went back and watched the All-22, and I thought it was really interesting. Like Snead got hurt in the fourth defensive snap of the game. Didn't come back, obviously. And my thought was, like, how did Spagnolo immediately react to that? And they played almost exclusively zone defense early in the game. A lot of two high, guys underneath tried to take away a little bit more in the middle of the field underneath with Bolton dropping a little extra. And then as the game went on, they got more in the man coverage, more in the man coverage. They started to bring guys up, started to press, started to jam. They double-chased almost every play. But a lot of times, Higgins, it was man-on-man. Like, they brought Reed down into the box. They let him go against a tight end. They put Cook as a a high safety. And I thought what was really interesting was in the fourth quarter, the Bengals, two different times, 20-20, to got the football. The first drive, the Chiefs played almost all zone coverage. Second drive, Spagnuolo let him play all-man. He trusted him. Like he trusted them in the biggest moment of the season to say, hey, you got it was all kids at that point. They had four rookies on the field. They're like, fine, actually five, count Carlos. Go for it, one-on-one. I think they're going to play a lot of man in this game and just say, look, we're going to keep the safeties high. We're going to keep from the big ball happening. But we're going to get in, in these press situations and say, if you can make tight window throws underneath, do it. Fine, go nuts. We don't think he, and, and, and we don't think you can do it consistently. Hurts going to be able to go 25 or 34 with the Chiefs pressing like crazy. and try I, The other thing is, do you make them hold the ball? Do you make them hold the ball three times? That's the game in a game like this. That can be the game. I'm very fascinated to see how they play it.
0: I'm personally concerned about stopping the run in this game. This is an Eagles team that likes to run the football. They want to run the football. It helps set up their passing game. Teams haven't challenged the Chiefs a ton, running the football this year. They tend to like to throw on them a lot, and maybe that's because of the young secondary. I, I don't know what it is. There were a few games there where, you know, Josh Jacobs, who had a great season, ran all over the Chiefs, made things right. difficult on them. You know, coming into this game, if you're Steve Spagnuolo, do you expect, like, are you coming in and saying, "All right, we want to dare you to throw, stop that. We want to stop the run." Is like, is that the kind of the approach that you want to take?
1: If I were the Chiefs, I put seven guys in the box. I put the two corners on the outside. I had the two safeties back. So I don't care if you can run against it. Fine, I'll live with that a little bit. Because the hard thing with running the ball is that people always think of like five yards of carry. I'm like, okay, but for every eight yard carry, then there's a two yard carry, and now you're in second and eight, and now you've got to throw the ball, and now the advantage swings the other way. Like, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm okay with some of that. I'm okay with them run the ball a little bit. I'm not okay with them run for two hundred yards. But I'm okay with a little bit of that. I'm not worried about, hey, look, if Miles Sanders – Miles Sanders has been excellent this year. He has three games with a 100-yard rusher. Like, I'll live with that. Also, with Hurts' shoulder, how much does he want to run? Does he want to run a lot? Does he run once and get hit on that, and then all of a sudden he's, he's 70% of who he is? Well,
0: how much does he want to throw it with that shoulder? Right.
1: I mean, there's just a lot. If I were the Chiefs, I would play man with the two high safeties, and I would just bring a ton of pressure. I would bring it. I'd try to force some incompletions. In couple sacks. One thing I wrote, I wrote about, and it's going to come out this week, but I think it's interesting. I went back and looked. So, Trent McDuffie this year, I think is the key to the game for them in a lot of ways. When he wasn't on the field this year, he missed six games. Chiefs went 4-2. They gave up 313 passing yards per game. 68.7% completion rate, 7.4 yards per attempt. With McDuffie, they're 12-1. and one. They're giving up 102 yards less per game in the air. The, the completion rate goes from 687 percent to fifty-eight percent, and the yards per attempt drop from seven point four to six point one. Now that's not all, McDuffie. Part of that is when he's there, it gives Snead versatility. Like they can interchange who's inside, who's outside. When they're in yeah. base, they're both inside. Here's a crazy stat: Since McDuffie's came back in Week Nine, the Chiefs have played seven hundred and eighty defensive snaps. He's been on the field for all but eight of them. Never comes off wow. the field. Yeah. And so you, all of a sudden you have, if it's base, it's him and Snead outside. If it's, if it's nickel or dime, one of them kicks in, but you still have the other guy outside. It just, it gives them so much versatility. I think that's a huge thing in this game when you're trying to confuse a young quarterback.
0: Do you think another one of the reasons why the chiefs are, are maybe underrated a little bit this year is because of the way that their secondary struggled at times, particularly early in the season with the young corners and you know, Tony Romo said it in the AFC championship game. Hey, these guys aren't rookies anymore. At right, this point right. in the year, they're they're veteran players, you know, and they're growing up. Do you think we're gonna see that come to fruition? And did we see that come to fruition against the Bengals when they lost Lejarius Need and they still held their own, you know, held the Bengals that really explosive offense to 20 points. Yeah.
1: Look, I think I think a lot of times in anything in life, like first impressions, they last. The Chiefs early in the year. Their past defense, as I just outlined. It, I mean, when did McDuffie miss those games? Mr. Early in the season, early in the year, their past defense stunk. It wasn't good. They're, they're, they were getting pressure, but they weren't. They weren't able to get pressure without blitzing. Everything's changed the last half of the year. McDuffie comes back. These other rookies have played really well. Carl Loftus has gone from a guy who couldn't get a sack early in the year he gets one every game now. Like everything changes. It's sometimes it's a little thing. McDuffie comes back. Now Snead can kick outside. Duffy can play inside or vice versa. Karloftis starts getting sacks. Now guess what? If you double Jones and you actually hold him off for a series, you have him, you have Clark, you have other guys who are going to win. I think the Chiefs defense, I saw, in fact, somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody put on Twitter uh, that EPA expected points against, like in, since week 10, the Chiefs are the second best defense in the NFL. They're better in Philly. Like, they, And it's looked that way in the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence is playing great going into that game. Couldn't do anything. Joe Burrow, it was the whole all week. The, the whole conversation was was he is he gonna usurp Mahomes? He's bare Ma- Mahomes is on one ankle and threw for three twenty six. Burrow was in hell in that game, whether it was him sacking him or making him hold the ball. He threw two picks. Like yeah, with all due respect to Hurts, he's not Burrow, and right. the Chiefs gave him all kinds of problems.
0: We get a couple of super chats that came through. The first one was from Stephen Beal. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, Mac has a new chief song out. It's a must here. We'll have to check that out. Uh, and then our guy Evan, um, how big of a role do you guys think Ceh will have? Hope y'all are having a good time over there. Yeah. So Ceh, if you if you if you haven't caught up on the news today, he was activated. Um, he'll be. Well, he he might not be active for the game, but he is activated off IR. Right, Nicole Hardman goes to IR. He's not going to be able to play this week. Um, I mean, I can I can kick us off on this one, Verduram. I, I don't think he's going to get. A, I don't think he's going to touch the football. If If I'm being honest with you, maybe he'll get an odd carry at some yeah. point if somebody needs spelled. I think he jumps Ronald Jones. Like, I agree. W- w- would you I say agree. he he if, if they're going to go in with three running backs that he's he's active and Ronald Jones is inactive for this one?
1: Uh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at that. I think I think look, he might get a carry or two. That's it. I mean, they're not they'd be out of their minds to take Pacheco off the field so they can give CH 12 carries. Right, like right. they're not gonna do that. Um, look, they had to activate somebody with Hardman being on our I'll tell you what though, it it like I think the interesting thing to watch is like are they just gonna roll out these receivers? Like, is Kemp gonna be activated again? Right, you know, like what are you doing? I mean, Juju and Tony, they expect that they're gonna play, but at the same point. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. What if in the second quarter one of them reaggravates? Right, so yeah, that's the other fact you have to consider here. It's not like you're just going to go, oh, Hardman starts. We'll bring in Ceh. No, like you need you need a receiver there. I would expect they're going to bring Kemp up. Right. I don't think you're going to be seeing Ceh in that unless you serve Jones. Then yeah. okay, fine. But I think that's it. I mean, I, and no, I don't think he's going to be some huge factor.
0: And Kemp's a guy that can play special teams as well. So I know. I mean, that's pretty much. He was kind of the you know like he was like the the. Great value version of Matthew Slater for the Chiefs there for a while. The yeah. one guy he never really actually caught the football, uh, but what he came through for them last week in a spot caught a ball. So um, God bless him for that. Uh, let's get into some questions from the chat. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, sorry, I got a I got a message from from producer Richard Chiefs Kingdom seven ten Matt answer this question: If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and Andy Reid retires, who replaced Andy Reid as head coach? Me. Buckle up. <laughs> Uh, oh man.
1: First of all, I don't think he's retiring. Second of all, I mean if they had to, if he's just up and was like, I'm done, uh, Matt Nagy or Bianomy. Yeah. I I
0: almost
1: think I almost think it'd be Nagy, honestly. I feel
0: like it'd be Nagy. I do
1: too. Um by the way, I'm and I'm not I'm not gonna like actually not hell with it, I'll say it. Chris Sims put out a, a list. He went over a on pro football talk with uh and Williams, who does amazing work covering the NFL, and then Miles Simmons. Um and they ranked, they took turns like kind of like mock draft style, like right top 12 players in the super bowl and they listed the top 12 seven or eagles five chiefs no creed humphrey
0: yeah see this is like did he pass away for this game like, people do not they like, what, don't, where is he? <laughs> these guys haven't been like everybody knows joe tooney. Is joe tooney also, on that tooney,
1: list misspelled but yes
0: yes okay so so tooney well at least they they, they did it phonetically like, and like
1: listen love like love isaiah pacheco who's 12th year like well, Jerry Sneed, right, Trent McDuffie. They're
0: that's and no that's wins. that's the thing I think where a lot of times the national media, as is as, as much as the Chiefs get primetime games and and you see them a lot, you know these guys. It's, because it's all about Mahomes, right? It's all about Mahomes and Kelsey, and they suck up a lot of the oxygen. Yep. And these guys, they don't, they're not flat. Then you got Chris Jones on defense. Right. They're not flashy. But these are like lunch pail guys that come, they play really good, solid football. But like, like nobody's gonna, nobody's, you never hear Tony Romo on that broadcast talking about LeJarius Sneed being one of the best tacklers on the Chiefs defense, yeah. one of the best tackling corners like, in the NFL. I,
1: I know, and I know there's been like back and forth, like Nick Bolton's a good football player. Really good football. Like, player. Nick Nick Bolton, like if he was a free agent, Nick Bolton'd get paid a lot of money. Yep. It's just weird to me. Like, it's just a very bizarre, like, Freed Humphrey was an all pro center this year. Right. <laughs> like he's not on the list. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, I like Isaiah Pacheco. You're going to tell me he's a better player at this point than Lajarius Snead or right. Trent McDuffie. Yeah. You're going to tell me he's, I mean, I would argue like Trace Smith, Smith is a better player. Like, yeah. I, and that's not a knock on Pacheco. It's a point. Like that has been a weird conversation. It's just weird. Like Holmes has to do everything for them. And it's like, that's just not true. Like yeah. it was last year at times right. where they were a mess defensively. And the like, the line was certainly much better. So, the, but like, I, I guess even better to the point. Two years ago, when they went to the Super Bowl against Tampa, it was basically Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, and Jones, and the rest of that team was kind of a mess. But like, those guys were so dominant, they just got the Super Bowl anyway. This team's really good. Yeah. Like it's just it's a weird thing to me that like you still hear people say that like well you know. It's the Eagles and then there's Mahomes. It's like have you not have you not seen them this year? Right. Have you not watched them at all? Like Mahomes wasn't holding Cincy to twenty points. And by the way, seven of those coming on a drive where Mahomes fumbled and the drive started like the forty-yard line. Like it's just a very strange conversation around the Chiefs this year, I feel like people haven't paid attention or they just look at like Twitter highlights Mahomes and go, well, he's the whole team. Like, right.
0: Not really. And look, that's the thing with some some of these analysts is they don't really have time to sit down and really watch the games. And so they're oftentimes operating with a little bit, uh, in, not the whole, the whole story. Do you think some of the, the disrespect for the Chiefs offensive line comes from the fact that they don't really run the ball very much and so you know that's where sometimes these the guys like Creed Humphrey and Joe right. Tooney are gonna you know really trace Smith and the run game. Chiefs don't do that because they've got Mahomes. Is that part of it that they're not like oh yeah but they're 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 blocking for a you know a, a 1,300, 1400 yard rusher?
1: Some of it, probably. I mean, I think a lot of it too is just again like there's such a magic show that people focus on that. It's just oh my God, Mahomes and all oh my. It's kind of like again. Invoked the same thing like with the Pats all those years. Matt Light was a really good lineman. Logan Mankins was a great interior lineman. You know, they, I mean, they had a ton of guys. Joe Tooney was one of them for years with the right, Pats, right? right? Like they had a lot of guys and Andrews at center. Like they had a ton of guys over the course of the years, but nobody ever talked about it because it was like, well, it's Brady and it's Belichick and it's a defense. It's like, yep, yeah, they're really good at front. Like the huge part of why they're so good. is really good up front. I just think the Chiefs, I will not be surprised if Monday morning we're sitting here and we're like, Chiefs won the game because you couldn't get to Mahomes. Just couldn't touch him. I mean, they've been nails all year long. And when they do give up pressure, he gets out of it. Like we were talking to Football Outsiders earlier today, Aaron Schatz. He was mentioning that Mahomes' numbers for them were better last week when Mahomes was under pressure.
0: That's right. That's right. Which is
1: just insane. Like that, that doesn't happen. It's not a thing. And yet it happens because Mahomes is just – look at the touchdown pass he threw to MVS. He's on one leg – and just buggy whips it like twenty five yards. Hits him right in the numbers touchdown. Yeah. Like, and that that could be where this game goes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we just walk away going, man, the offensive line played really well. Mahomes made three or four throws. You're like, what do you do? There's nothing you're doing. He put the ball in a place nobody else on earth could, and that's it. That's ball game. Yeah. And I, I think somehow they're like oddly. It's I think people are bored with them somewhat. You know, because it's almost like fatigued by them. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where some of this comes from. Three
0: Super Bowls in five years. By the way, this is the Arrowhead Attic podcast. Patrick Allen, Matt Vertoram live from Radio Row. This podcast is brought to you by the Kansas City Beer Company. At Casey Beer Co. on Twitter. Uh, if you haven't been following us for very long, we made our own beer. We have our own beer, version. That's right. Unfortunately, we don't have any here in Arizona. I mean, we're going to have some beer, but just not that I'm going to go home and hit it
1: <laughs> heavy on the way back. Yeah,
0: And, you know, we, it was a special release. It's called Arrow Red Lager. Um, And uh, you can only get it in the beer hall in Kansas City at KC Beer Co. And they sold out of six packs. But I have good news for you. They've got more. They have more. They just printed more six packs of Arrow Red Lager in limited supply at the beer hall. So listen, if you want to support us and you're in the Kansas City area, go to KC Beer Co. All this week to celebrate the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl. Take advantage of this opportunity. Get some Arrow Red Lager six packs that you can take home and have during the super bowl like if you want to be out at a bar you want to be you know work the next day whatever you want to drink at your house and watch the game go get some arrow red lager it's back and uh, it makes us look good because if you guys keep going to their place and buying our beer they might keep giving us money
1: yeah and, I, and that'd be nice yeah. it's
0: fine for that yeah um, so make sure you check that out arrow red lager at KC beer co um all right do you want should we take some questions for a ram sure let's, so let, let's dive in so make sure if you are watching on youtube Send in your questions. We'll try to get to as many as we can. Anything is on the table. Uh, and make sure you hit that like button. There are over 300, last I checked, of you watching us live on YouTube, but only 97 likes. What gives? This is a free stream. All I'm asking for is a click. I got
1: up at 4 a.m., damn it.
0: We got up at 4 a.m. Okay. At you first, know what that's
1: like when you got two kids? Yeah. And I slept in my office on the couch, so I wouldn't wake the family up. Yep,
0: yep. Okay? Yep. I had to shower in the guest room shower, which has I, no water Frankly, pressure. I didn't Brutal. even shower. Yeah, yeah. That's going to happen I tonight. Yeah. I,
1: bet, I bet about three <laughs> tables over can tell. You still okay? smell like that burrito. It's a shame. <laughs> the burrito, was half,
0: it wasn't half bad, though. <laughs> was it wasn't good. So, um, for the
1: love of God, give it a like. Will yeah, you please? I haven't yeah. bathed yet today.
0: Um, so, send in your questions. Super Chats get priority, of course. Uh, and we get one from Stephen Beal, Verderam. Um, now I don't know if you've started your your uh, your drafts stuff yet, but David Girardi could be a sneaky offensive court. Oh, this is offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator pick when Eb leaves, if they don't pick Nagy, do you think it's like it's Nagy if Eb leaves for, I do, for OC? I
1: do, I do, I do. I, be, because Mahomes has familiarity with him. I, I just I think that that and, and Mahomes just spoke glowingly of him. Like, let's be real. Mahomes is hiring that offensive coordinator. Right. I mean, that's just reality. Like, until he's not the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, he's going to have such an ungodly amount of say in that bill. And he should. Like, you, if you're the Chiefs, the last thing you want is a is an Aaron Rodgers situation, right, where, where yeah. all of a sudden, like, he's unhappy, and there's all this talk of, like, I don't know. I, you know, he wasn't happy. With it. You with Listen, it's like when they traded Hill, and afterwards, Mahomes was like, yeah, I was aware it was happening. Like, we talked about it. I understood why. Like, that's the way to go about this stuff. And so if they if EB moves on or they move on from EB, fine. But then it's got to be, hey, listen, like, this is what we're thinking. What are you thinking? And if he says, yeah, I really think Matt Nagy's the guy. Then he's the guy. He's the guy. Like, then he's the guy. Yeah. And that's what you do.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. and uh, It would be good for him, right? I mean, he had a, a, a head coaching stint that didn't go well in Chicago. You can argue some of it was his fault, some and of it wasn't his not fault. Not to cut you off, but he coached, I believe, what, four years? Four years.
1: Yeah. He had Mitchell Trubisky as a quarterback. Right. They went to the playoffs twice. Yeah. Right. Like, it wasn't like he was an abomination. Right. Of the head right coach. Like, right. they made the playoffs twice and they won their division once. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying Matt Nagy was Vince Lombardi and got railroaded here, but like, if you told me Matt Nagy ever gets a second chance as a head coach, I wouldn't be like, oh my God. Like, it's not like Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Where you were just like, oh no, like that—that's not going to work out well. Yeah, I actually thought to be fair to him, given what he had, I—I I, I thought it could have gotten a hell of a lot worse. To be honest with you,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitchell Trubisky making a Pro Bowl. Um, we got a—we got a question from or uh, Graham Harper. Uh, hey guys, love your work all the way from Scotland. How do you? First of all, we're international, Graham. Beautiful. it's pretty cool. Um, how do you? How do they solve the problem—the third and one issue? This is just. I, I, this might drive Chiefs fans crazier than anything. Like more than Andy running the football or you know some of those things. That they, They've got this great offensive line that have good run-blocking grades and they just can't seem to convert a third and one.
1: So, <laughs> they should be able to pick up a yard, right? They're a pro football team, a pretty good one. Three yeah. feet is not much. And yet for the Chiefs, it might as well be three continents. Like they can't pick it up. That said, I think a big part of it is just look, they don't use a lot of power. That's not what they do. Right. It doesn't mean that that let me be clear. That does not excuse the fact they can't get a yard. I don't care what you use a lot, you should be able to get one yard. I, I don't think they're fixing it on Sunday. I'm not gonna tell you, man. I think you know you know how they're fixing it with like jet sweeps and quick throws. I almost am to the point, as much as I hate saying this, because I believe you have to be able to pick up a yard, the hell with it. Like just just go spread and like run a jet sweep. Or throw a little quick pass, whatever it takes. Just get the yard. I don't care. Right. The ultimate troll move here would be if it's really late in the game and it's like third and in inches. Just sneak him. Nobody in the world's gonna expect him to do it. He I've been takes waiting off for.
0: Like, I, I yeah, that's. I've been waiting for the Mahomes sneak.
1: Look, these teams, especially a game like this, they know everything about everybody, right? Like. You don't think the Eagles are incredibly aware that he hasn't snuck the ball. And right. so, so if they line up like that, there's going to be a thought in Phil like, hey, he's not going to sneak it. He's not going to sneak it. Don't go for it. He will walk to a first down. Like, they'll just fall over. Right, right. So I honestly think like if, they're, if it's late in the game and they have a like, third and goal at the, at the one or something, sneak it. Yeah. I mean, I, what the hell? I mean, unless, unless he's completely adverse to doing it, yeah, like right. go for it.
0: I know, I know they want to be careful with him, obviously, but like that thing was such a freak accident. It was, it really like, was. I, look, I don't want Mahomes, and now he's got a bad ankle, so that's another consideration in a game like this. But if they got to have it, um, you know, because when they do the 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 only problem is when they do when they do the thing with Kelsey, they know he's probably doing a sneak. Whereas if Mahomes goes up there, like you said, right, they're they're going to be like, ah, this probably can, isn't a. Scene.
1: Can you imagine if like they put Kelsey in the center and everybody in the world expects him to sneak it, and then right. Kelsey just drops back and goes deep, goes deep. <laughs> yeah. That's Andy Reid's fever dream, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Like a deep ball to Derek Naughty. Right. It's right. A corner post, yeah. just yeah. takes so, like. I, that's the one thing in this game, and I'm covering it, so I've got to be like a complete professional and sit there and just like you know nod my head. I am fully expecting, especially against this old team. Andy to just one play in this game, they do something that I am apoplectic halfway through the play. Like just a double reverse pass from like Joe Tooney. You know, he's just, he's throwing the, he's throwing the ball to Trey Smith. He's eligible. It's just, I I just, you know, it's coming.
0: You know, it's coming. How about a Creed Humphrey jump pass at the goal line? So handoff to Creed and, uh, and then a jump pass. That would be amazing. I I feel like they did that with Dontari Poe, didn't they?
1: Yes. Yeah, Towards Demetrius
0: Harris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so... It's in the playbook. Uh, We got another super chat, Vertoram, from our guy Stephen Beal. Biggest draft needs? Interior, defensive line, Um, wide receiver, offensive line, or other? This is an interesting one because this is a team that doesn't have a ton of, like, gaping holes. I know a lot of people are going to say right tackle, and I think that that's somewhat misguided. I think, could you upgrade there? Yeah. But... You've got a really solid offensive line. You have young players all over right. your defense. Is it receiver? Is it? Do you do you want that like true right. one?
1: I'm going to give the boring answer, but I'm going to give the answer I think is legitimate. I think whoever's on the board, man, like at this point we know they're drafting either 31st or 32nd. Okay. I I, I actually help. They're drafting because the one pick was forfeited by Miami for tampering. So 30th or 31st. I. I just really believe they're going to sit there and say, okay, receiver, tackle. I, you're not looking at corners at this point. So maybe you're looking at edge rusher, you know, because if Frank Clark, if you move off him yeah, or Dunlap, and then you want to say safety, you want to throw safety in there. I don't know that that's a first round need. You have cook and Reed locked up like, but I think receiver tackle edge rusher. Who's the best guy on the board?
0: Yeah, who's the best guy on the board? Like, and it's,
1: they're it's, good enough
0: now to where they can do that, which is great.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Like, okay, when they were when they were picking like fifth and taking Eric Berry, you pretty much could look at the board and go, "All right, Bradford's going first. Sue and McCoy are going two and three. And like, if Berry gets past you know whoever it was, it you're like Washington, it's going to be Berry. You just knew like based off the roster, yeah. they're picking thirty first. Plus, they've got like, 10, like I think it was like thirteen picks. Like, they. They could very easily just go, not trading up. They did that with McDuffie.
0: So it's so hard. they really like.
1: If there's a guy there that they really like at 20, they can go up and get the guy. I will say this. I think their biggest roster needs, right tackle, wide receiver, and dependent upon how they treat it this offseason, edge rush. Now, if they bring back Clark and Dunlap, maybe you feel like, well, it's not as big of a need. If they don't bring back those guys, then who's playing opposite Carl Loftus? So I would throw that in the mix, though.
0: Uh, we got another super chat, two super chats, actually, from our guy, TBT Chiefs football podcast. Did you guys know that anytime the Super Bowl is in Arizona, the team wearing white when when the Super Bowls, the Kansas City Chiefs, are wearing white, by the way? Let me try to translate that. Did you guys know that anytime the Super Bowl is in Arizona, the team wearing white, I'm guessing, wins the Super Bowl? Yeah. And the Chiefs are wearing white. Uh, well, that's good news. That's good. I, yeah.
1: I know the Chiefs have all these weird things going for them, like – Wearing white, the team, the road team, which is technically the Chiefs in this game, like they're, they, like the road team has overwhelmingly won the Super Bowl yeah. over the years. I think that means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. But uh, that's cool. I I'll mean, take it, though. I'll what take the any hell, good right? omens. Yeah, right. We right. Can right. Get. Of course. I, yeah. But I, you know, it's just funny. Like, look, I, the only thing we know is if the Chiefs win the toss, or are deferring. We know that. Yeah, yeah. That we know. But other than that, like, I think it's just going to be a game where there's a lot of moving parts. And because it's the Super Bowl, it's two weeks of analyzing the game, and there's no other games. So it's just like a frenzy of like, hey, can you find this nugget? Can you find that nugget? Uh, it should be a really good game. But I, I really like where the
0: Chiefs are going into this game. I yeah. do. like I, I truly do. Another one from TPT Chiefs Football Podcast. But I had Will Shields on my podcast. We talked about the third and one his dogs were too cute at the line of scrimmage. TBT Chiefs football podcast. Do me a favor, man, and throw in some punctuation. And you're, I really appreciate the super chats. But this is t- these are tough. Um, they talked about the third and one. His dogs were too cute at the line of scrimmage. Do you think that's the running back? I don't know. All you take this. fire away. <laughs> I don't know the dogs at the line of scrimmage, how did that get in there? Are you doing dictation from your phone? Um, do, do we think it's the running back on the third and one thing is, is I guess what he's asking. No, man, like guys are just penetrating. Like when they, when they do actually right. just try to run it, they're penetrating and the chiefs or, or the chiefs aren't getting any push whatsoever. So I don't know, maybe it's a snap count issue that they're having where they're, I just, I don't know. Cause Mahomes is usually really good with the snap count and kind of yeah. keep, keeping teams off balance. So, it's just a little bit. It's just one of those things, too. I always wonder with them. They so rarely run it, just like straight up on on third and short. That I wonder if it's a pra- literally a practice thing. They like they just don't do it a lot because they always throw or roll Mahomes out or do some of those wacky things that Andy likes to do. That that's what's they they just need more reps at it. Um We're getting a small sample size. I don't know,
1: man. If my biggest concern is. Third and fourth and ones with this team. Fine. Right. Maybe the Chiefs just play possum and get in the third and four all the time. <laughs> they just tell them, say, if you think you can get the one, but not the first down, just fall over. Right. We're better in these spots. Right. Now, I don't know. You know what? Like every team has their things. They just do. Like I, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It certainly matters. But like I'm not going to get crazy worked up about it. Like I'm just not. Like if that's yeah. their, if my biggest concern is how the Chiefs are going to get a yard. Like I feel okay with it. I I don't know. It's um, it's a fair concern for sure. I just I'm not that worried about it. I guess if that's like I said, not to repeat myself, but if that's my biggest point of contention, I feel like they're in pretty good shape. Yeah,
0: we, we got a comment from Raving Photo Twenty Two. I plan on seeing forty five flags from Carl. Yeah, well, that's something we haven't talked about. Let's, let's not the old pal Carl Sheffers and this one. Do you think um? You know he throws a lot of flags.
1: You don't th- say.
0: There's a lot of pass interference penalties as well. Yeah. Are you concerned? Now, like first, can we throw out that this, as much as Chiefs fans might like to think it's true, that, that he has a bias against the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have a bias. He's just a terrible official. Yeah. Like, I, he's an awful official. I don't. I don't care. Like, well, there. How's it, but he, the, the
0: NFL must not agree.
1: No, because the NFL, like, they do it on the grading system. He throws a million flags, and so it's like, oh, well, he didn't miss any of these penalties. It's like, yeah, but he called eight that didn't exist. Right. I can't stand games officiated by Carl Sheffers, but I've accepted it's happening. There's nothing I can do about it. I will tell you this, though. I also, like, look, I'm with every fan who doesn't want to see him being the official in this game. At the same point, man, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if he completely screws Philly in this game. Like, right. He, like, he's equal opportunity to screw us all. He really is. Like, there are going to be calls in this game as a Chiefs fan. You're just, you're just absolutely floored by. And then there's going to be a call where Mahomes overthrows Kelsey and Kelsey wasn't even touched and the flag comes out and it's passed. You're like, what? Like, all right. I mean, it's just going to happen. He's going to throw 25 flags in this game and we're all going to die as he does it. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's where I'm at with this. Like, he just, It's who he is.
0: Thank you to uh, Samuel Lamarck for the super chat. Uh, no yes. comment, but just appreciate you very much. Uh, TBG Cheese football podcast is back with another super <laughs> chat. Um, let's see. I see no punctuation. So let's, let's roll. Um, LL, my bad, autocorrect. Will Shields was saying we get too cute on third and one. Does Does Will Shields have cute dogs, though? Now I need to know. Um, <laughs> so we get too cute on third and one, and we need to run speed option on short yardage. Sorry for the mix up. Um, yeah, that's the thing, right? Can Mahomes do that right now? Uh, I don't know. I I mean, he can run. We saw at the end of that game. By the way, if I I think I mentioned this earlier in the week, according to NFL Next Gen stats, he was clocked at like 18 miles per hour, which at that point had been the fastest anybody was clocked, any player in the playoffs, which is incredible. So, but you obviously if it's hurt, he's in great pain, but you don't want to aggravate the injury. So, are you seeing a lot of speed option? I don't think so.
1: Like, I, I mean, maybe as the game wears on, if he's okay, right. then maybe it's like, look, what do we have to lose here? Like, there's no tomorrow. But I don't think you're doing that early in the game and aggravating it in like the first quarter. And then right. you're like, well, now you're, now you're stuck. Like, there's yeah. just no way around that. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see how well it all plays out.
0: Mark oh, Carmen. It's this guy.
1: I can't believe they let you in the building. It's our
0: old pal, Mark Carmen, who's appeared on the Aero Hadatic podcast multiple times.
2: That's true. I want to tell you that I'm so proud of you guys. I miss you every day. And uh, to all my Chiefs fans out there, Robert Murray, who completely dogged me yesterday, and, and was I supposed to have lunch with him? He's supposed to pick me up at the airport. Offered him dinner. Sorry, I'm going to Target. My baseball insiders guy just 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 just, 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 just nothing.
0: He he ditched you to go to Target. <laughs> he says
2: no comment just from across a- the table. Absolute, like I was oh, like I was straight. Nothing. Hey, I, I threw him a bunch of options all day long. It didn't no response. Sorry, I was off my phone. The guy's never been
0: off his phone before in his life. That's okay, Bert, Bert No no problem. So he big timed you. Big time MLB insider, Robert Murray.
2: I mean, it's it's once you once you leave fan side, you know it's his loyalty. He's just like you're 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 death to me. So that was that was it was good loyalty. Yeah, you I,
0: I kind of like that. Serves you right.
2: Yeah, but let, let me just say this: uh, I I think that you guys are gonna lose, uh, but 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 you do have the best player on the field, so maybe you'll win. That's my take.
0: You're, he's a Bears guy. He's just bitter they didn't give him a homes.
2: Uh, very the war- How's this, Verdam? Feel free to confirm. I think it's the worst draft pick in the history of sports. You, because like, in, if you compare it to Sam Bowie, they had Clyde Drexler and they didn't. You tra- talking about Trubisky? Yes. Well, nobody, nobody
1: cares about the Bears.
2: But you, but it's not not you, you nobody, understand, including that, the Bears. Yeah, but you, you, we saved your life. If
1: if they nobody, had, nobody in the world expected that he was going number two overall.
2: The, Not he, one soul his had him father him. just told Chicago Radio that they, they they
0: told him they were
2: gonna draft
0: him. Yeah, that's nice. That, that yeah, Pat Mahomes Sr. said I mean that's all fine and well the Bears told them that they were gonna take Mahomes. Look, I Oops. you know what? I'm just glad I'm just glad it worked out for us. And you guys got a good quarterback now. He's stopping by here.
2: Uh, we love Justin Fields, but let's let's be honest, he's he's what, half the quarterback of Mahomes?
0: Well, right now right now he might like uh, he might aspire to it's be ever. you know it's it's right no ever. nobody's you know if you're half the, if you're half the quarterback of Mahomes you might be pretty damn good
2: that's true that's true which is why to my original point it's the worst draft pick of all time yeah, have a great show uh,
0: thanks for uh, thanks for
2: crashing it uh, thank you for stop you. by anytime yeah richard richard encouraged me to do it so okay all right bye
0: yeah you're not getting paid for this by the way um our old pal Mark Carmen uh used to be the video host here fan sided hosted you know, on the R podcast a couple times during some live shows. So our, he's our guy. That's Love right. Love him. Uh, check, check him out if you're, uh, you know, if you've got Bears fans in your family, which I hope you don't, uh, over at CHGO. Uh, another super chat from our guy, Samuel Lamarck. So happy you guys are there. Enjoy the week. How do we get Rich Eisen as a guest this week? I, I haven't seen Rich. I haven't either. I actually. think, the, I swear to God, when I looked at the map, the NFL stage was supposed to be right there, like right in front of us, either mm-hmm. right there or right there. So I not I'm not yeah. sure to be honest. Yeah, I, I haven't don't know. Seen him yet. I know he's a Michigan guy though. I'm, not, is, I'm he's not a, a big man. fan. That's nah,
1: true. For you, that's a problem. From
0: Ohio. Um Steven Beal back uh, with another super chat. Love the stream. Uh thanks to the Bears, we're a dynasty. Not yet. Um by the way, I wanted to ask you, Verter. I'm mean, gonna keep the questions coming, guys. Uh from a legacy standpoint for Mahomes, this is kind of a big game. Like it's not in it's not in my way gonna tarnish his legacy in any way. Right. But people are gonna use it against him because that's what they this is what we do because we're sick, right? Like he loses this game, and then they're going to be you're going to the narrative is going to start up. Mahomes chokes in the Super Bowl. He's only one and two in the Super Bowl, which we all know is absurd, but it will be his record. Um, but how much more does it, I guess, from my point of view, I don't think a loss is as damaging to Mahomes and his legacy as a win is a huge net positive where he goes from a guy who's won one Super Bowl. Sure right a guy who's right, won two right, super right. bowls in 5 years
1: i mean look if they if he gets to a second if he gets to a second title you start looking at him in a different way because historically speaking in the super bowl era i think he's the 10th quarterback i'm doing this off the top of my head i think he's a 10th guy to win two super bowls right and nobody's saying that jim Plunkett's better than mahomes nobody's saying that bob Greasy's better than mahomes yeah. like you start getting into that not Brady and Montana realm, but like you start getting into the Troy Aikman realm in terms of championships. He's got three. I think he's a better player than Troy Aikman was, but you get the idea. Um, when you win two, you jump in a, up in class. Like you, you do. Yeah. There's no, there's no arguing that. And it gets you one away from then being in that class where it's like, okay, how many guys have won three Super Bowls ever? Right. Brady, Montana, Aikman, Bradshaw. That is it. That is it. And Bradshaw and Eggman won on teams where, yes, they were great players, but they were not the focal point of those teams. Yeah, Mahomes is obviously the focal point of his team. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, man, look, if, if he wins this game, it puts them on the precipice of being like, this guy not only is all-time as a talent, which already is, but then also has the jewelry to back up that talent and all the, all the expectations come with it.
0: Yeah, if he wins this one, now you can start having the conversation, like legitimately, can he tie Montana? I think that's sort of the next thing. And he's won, he'll have won two so early in his career that you're like, oh, yeah, like this is a legitimate possibility for him. He's got a good shot to make it back again. He's got so many years left to play, hopefully. um it's it's really exciting. So I mean, as a chiefs fan, I really want this one for him. I really want it for him. he's He's earned it. He's gutted it out. Um and I think this is a matchup that, look, it's the Super Bowl. Not many of them are cakewalks. But I think that this is a matchup where, this is one he can get. That Tampa Bay one, even if the offensive line was healthy, it was gonna to be tough. You're going against Brady, ferocious defense. And I even looked back at some of the plays in that game that where Mahomes made those ridiculous throws and guys didn't catch him or they hit him in the face. And to credit to Tampa Bay, if you go back and you watch, all those throws were contested. Those, the, like those guys were not, you know, it wasn't like guys were wide open. Like they right. were open, NFL open, but there was still a hand in their way. Like they Tampa Bay's defense played. One of the better defensive games I've ever seen in that game.
1: But first of all, they had no offensive line. No, like, And it's not – I always laugh People people. Like, Mahomes is terrible in that game. So did you watch that game? Right. Mahomes, I would argue that's one of the best games I've ever seen him that's play. That's
0: somebody just looking at the stat I mean, the, it was unbelievable.
1: So, listen, this game, in my mind, is harder in the sense that I think the Eagles – have better corners than the Bucs did. Um, and offensively, they have a running quarterback. You got to factor that in. But people forget with that Bucks team, when they were on offense, their 11 personnel was Fournette, Gronk, Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown. They had a really good offensive line and they had Brady. Yeah. Like it, it, people act like that was some like team that got hot. Yeah. Look, the Bucs weren't good early because they had all these new pieces. Second half of the year, that team was a juggernaut. Right. And they went on the road three games, including to the Superdome and to Lambeau, won those games. And they got a Chiefs team that had like Mike Remmers and Nick Allegretti as their tackles. It was yeah. insane. It was
0: a backup offensive it line. It was
1: insane. Yeah. I, so, look, it is what it is. Um,
0: I, and There's a reason Brady went there. Yeah. Like, they are yeah. loaded. Yeah. I mean,
1: so I, I think Philadelphia is a very good football team. I also think this is the kind of game where if you're the Chiefs, you look at it and go, all right. How do we mitigate Philly's pass rush? And realistically, on our, when the Chiefs are on defense, on, how do you how do you defend? Do you try to take away the run, or do you say, look, we'll give a little bit of the run. We're going to take away all the deep shots. Right. That's the yin yang because like, if they could do both, they're going to win by twenty points. But like, what do you? You're probably going to pick one. Yeah. What well, I would take away the deep shot and say, if you want to run the ball, twelve plays, f- fine. Go ahead. It gets hard to do that. All it takes is one negative by a hold, you know, an illegal motion penalty, and all of a sudden you're behind the sticks. Right. I think it's a lot harder to win like that. I think there's a reason great quarterbacks simply win. They get chunk plays. Yeah. And that, that's where I would fall on that.
0: Adam Marshall asks, uh, also, any update on Snead? I'm terrified of our chances without him. So, Adam, you know, there'll be more injury reports coming out this week.
1: Right. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh,
0: Snead is scheduled tonight. To be at a podium,
1: yes, uh, for opening
0: awesome. night. So that that's a really good sign. Um, I don't know if he was still dealing with severe symptoms that they'd be like, yeah, we're gonna throw you up, right? Get up there a- on a podium with the lights and a bunch of. I'm reporters sure he's gonna
1: be asked about it nonstop, a- a- a-
0: answering questions. So if I had to guess, he if I had to guess, he probably would have been cleared to play a game on Sunday. Or would have been really close if they've got him on the podium. Now, of course, they could always pull him from the podium. Right. Right. The, the, this stuff's not set in stone, but I think it's a good sign. Um, the reports from Andy have been positive, so I think we'll see him out there. Uh, oh, here's a good one from the Heaven Bound podcast: Creed Humphrey or Jason Kelsey.
1: They're the two all pros at center. Kelsey's yeah. first team. I mean,
0: I guess I take Creed if we're talking right now because he's right. younger. Yeah.
1: If you're going to say five years, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. certainly Creed. Humphrey. I would. I mean, look, man. I got to be fair. Jason Kelsey's going to the Hall of Fame. Yep, like I would say, I would say Jason Kelsey. Now, yeah. do I think there's a big difference between the two of them? Not really. I, the bit to me, man, look, I'm not nervous about the Chiefs interior. They're going to be fine. I really believe that. I'm not saying that Hargrave or Cox won't whatever. I mean, but like, I think the Chiefs offensive line, the strength of it is the strength of it. It's in the interior. It, this is going to be Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown is not going to be getting a ton of help in this game. It's going to be Wiley who gets help with Reddick. He's got to hold up. If he doesn't hold up, they could very well lose this game. If he holds up, I think this is a very tough game for Philadelphia. If I had to name one player on either team I think determines this game the most, it's him. He's the the guy. Yeah. Other than the quarterbacks. I mean, the quarterbacks are so above and beyond everything else. But other than the QBs, he would be my X factor.
0: And presumably the Chiefs, they know the kind of pass rush that the Eagles have. They're going to have blocking schemes for this. They're going to have plays. They're going to have hot routes. They're going to have ways to get the ball out quickly to counteract some of what Philly's hoping to do um, with with their pass rush. So, uh, by the way, if you're this is the Arrowhead Addict podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. We've got over 400 of you watching live right now. 177 likes. If you think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, hit that like button for us. And uh, real quick, just a piece of business to get to. Got a really sweet promo for you guys, our friends at DraftKings. If you want to support our podcast, if you want us to be able to come out here and do shows like this at the Super Bowl, like, look, I'll be honest with you. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap to get out here. You know what a hotel room costs down here? This is not good. We're passing the hat. It, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> we we we're, we're in bunk beds out here okay so if you want to support the podcast a great way to do it is to sign up with one of our betting partners especially if you've never bet with them before so this draftkings promo this is a pretty good one it's bet $5 on the big game and get $200 in bonus bets instantly so it doesn't even matter just make a bet right now and then you get $200 in bonus bets to put more money on the good guys maybe the ones wearing white and red this, uh, Maybe, this yeah. so here's what you do though. You gotta go to DraftKings. You gotta use the code Arrowhead. That's how we get credit for it. That's how we, you know, Werner and I don't have to sleep in bunk beds tonight. I Enough mean, of you do yeah. this and we yeah. can get our own rooms. It'll be great. Um, this is for new customers only 21 plus present in Arizona, Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, <laughs> Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania. Um, After being awarded. So you got to be present in the state that you make the bet in. See the full terms at DraftKings.com. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, Indiana, Maryland. Uh, all those states I just read, 1-800-522-4700 on Colorado and Kansas, 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK, or text HOPE-NEW-YORK in New York, 1-800-NEXT-UP in Arizona, 888-789-7777 in Connecticut, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-877-770-STOP, or text 7867 in Louisiana. Call or text Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, or 1-88-532-3500 in Virginia. Was that a Super Bowl-worthy It was. It was. was It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. Um, By the time we get the the Friday, I know we we
1: got a roll here in a minute. We're coming up on an hour, but I, uh, you know, I I gotta say, we really dropped the ball here. Like, if they, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, we should definitely go to the parade. We've completely screwed that up.
0: Yeah, because the parade probably what Wednesday. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we could just land and just drive. Yeah. Like, do you have to go home? who are you asking <laughs> mean, i'm just yeah. saying my wife needs a car next week so but we could we, you and i are Atlanta at the same time right we could just we can just we can just drive to my place you can right. crash in the guest room yeah and next morning we just head let's to go. kansas city
1: I, it seems like i mean I have my car let's do it like yeah i'm down, down. Yeah, we'll I'll, do a live
0: podcast out there yeah, maybe we can I'll go just, to town. i'll just
1: i'll just tell my wife that, that i gotta work um it's fine she's not what amazing might be watching this but I, there's no chance my wife is yeah. um yeah might have to in fact you know what that's one of those things. that my wife bring down, bring Macy down. Oh She yeah. wants. She wants to meet the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Although she might see inebriated players on the team, right. but uh, that's okay. She's not gonna know the damn difference. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but we we really we got to figure that out. If they win. We're we're dropping the ball big time for not.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. We've. The, I, we, I've got to go to the Chiefs for it. Hundred percent. I'm in. Um. So. Richard, can you get me our schedule when you get a chance for the week? I just want to I want to prep everybody for what's coming. Let's get a couple more questions before we get out of here. Um, somebody said we should climb Camelback. Is that a mountain out here? I, I don't know if you've seen Verderam and I. Not built um, for that. We're not, yeah. We're not I said climbing. My father
1: just hiked like seven miles up a mountain today. God bless him. How, how old is your dad? 62. Nice. And also, I think it would be the first one to tell you not built to climb up a mountain. So yeah. God bless him.
0: Oh, here's a good, really good question. Um all right, this one comes from Mr. Parks. Question If you could teleport one Chiefs player from the last decade to play in this game, who and why?
1: The last decade? That is it?
0: I think I might go
1: Jeez, man.
0: I think I'm gonna go prime Eric Berry. I think this is a game yeah, I mean, that's with Jalen Hurts where I'd wanna see I'd wanna see prime Eric Berry.
1: Huh. I'll tell you Let's what go man. Defense. Hey, maybe this is stupid. Jamal Charles, just put him on that <laughs> offensive cook,
0: man. Yeah, right. Like, just or how about this? But would they would they give him the ball? That's the question. How
1: about this, Tyreek Hill?
0: I thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about that. But I don't
1: know. I, I honestly, like, you could make a case for the like last decade. I mean, would you go with like a Brandon Albert or Eric Fisher for right or to mi- play No, know, right no, no, man, Mitchell Schwartz. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That's why I would pick.
0: Yeah. Because if that's you put him at right
1: tackle in this game, you'd be like, Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. We're we're good. We'll slide toward Orlando Brown. We don't care. Right. You know?
0: If we each get one, that's that I like that a lot more. If we, we were at an Eric Berry on defense, Mitchell Schwartz at right tackle, you're yeah, uh, you're man. winning. Like, you're winning the game.
1: I mean, geez. Like if you put Schwartz over there, you're like, all right, well, that's that's done. That's yeah. taken care of. <laughs> I just yeah. I mean, I people I'm sure most of you remember because you watched it, but like people didn't see Mitchell Schwartz. Like, just don't realize how unbelievably dominant he was week in and week out. Like, right. just a, just crazy. Like, no pressures, nothing. Like, okay, that's that's it. Like, whoever's yeah. over there, it doesn't matter. The guys are raised. Um, he was he was incredible.
0: Somebody says, uh, "Maddie B30 says Cream Hunt or Jamal Charles. Kareem was a beast when he was with the Chiefs. Yeah, Charles was kind of at the end of the line." Um, I do no, man, I Jamal Charles is one of the best I've ever Charles. seen, though. Know. Like, you know, why because Charles has the
1: capability on any given play to just see, so yeah, he's gone, like, and that's it. Yeah. Like, and also, Jamal Charles catch the ball too. Right. was and, and I'll tell you another thing about Jamal Charles, he could block, like, you never take that guy off the field. Yep. Yep. I, to me, man, I, if there's any Chiefs player in my lifetime that I felt bad for that he never won, it was him and Derek Thomas. Right. Those two. I mean, you can argue Tony Gonzalez too, but like, I always felt so bad for Jamal Charles. Like, he just missed that window of the, and it was like every year of his career they had eight guys in the boxes so they couldn't throw the ball. Like, can you imagine that guy with Mahomes?
0: I don't know why you. you I like
1: five guys, <laughs> six guys in the box, and it's like, all right, yeah. here it comes. <laughs>
0: can you imagine if he oh, was on this Jamal Charles with Mahomes with Tyreek Hill?
1: Oh my god! Like I just can't. Like,
0: this is a family show, yeah. So that's, that's right. let's, let's not get that's too right. carried away. Um, uh, all right, so the schedule for the week. Let me just pull this up here before we get out of here, so you guys know when to catch us. Uh, I'm on the wrong tab, Richard. All right, Super Bowl. So we're gonna be back on. I'm on the Thursday. What what the hell day is it? It's Monday. It's only Monday. We'll it's be Monday, back, man. We'll be back at two thirty tomorrow. Uh, we'll be we'll be streaming for a couple hours. Um, we're gonna have uh, our guy Matt Connor is gonna join us, the editor in chief of Arrowhead Addict, which you need to be reading all this week, by the way. If you want to know what's going on with the team, stick to arrowheadaddict.com. Nick Lowry's coming by is. tomorrow. Um, we're gonna have,
1: so I've got the I've got the list in front of me. I don't want to give away the whole the whole shebang here. But yeah. j- like, tomorrow, uh, you know, we're gonna be on from now. This is when I do central time. Yes. We're gonna be on at 320. Uh, and we're going to be on for a couple hours. So it'll we'll be here doing that. And we will have Nick Lowry, as you mentioned. Yep. Um, we'll also have uh, a, a PFF guest. Which That's right. We're going to ask the hard questions. Yeah. Like,
0: can we get uncomfortable?
1: Like, what what the hell? <laughs> How is Mahomes ranked behind Burrow in the AC title game? They didn't right. even watch that right. game. Right. So we'll ask that question. I'll, I'll take that. And then Wednesday, we're going to have Sack in the Box and Arrowhead Attic, both streams going at once. We'll be here. We have a lot of people here. We have Kay Adams, again, yep, yep. Who's, who's become like a, a co-host, basically. Yeah, basically. The podcast of TJ Hawkinson, Trey Wingo, among others, many others. Uh, Thursday, Thursday, settle in, boys and girls. It's going to be uh, 1030 to 2, and we're going to have guests, and I will tell you, we will have Deion Sanders.
0: Deion Sanders. That is going to be fun. But perhaps more exciting for Chiefs fans, yes, Tony Richardson, yeah. T. Rich, yeah, coming by the table. You know um, it's
1: a good day, I guess, when Deion Sanders and T. Rich are on, and then there's like a potential Hall of Famer coming on, and all, a current All Pro coming on, yep. and one of the most hilarious media personalities in the country coming on. Two of
0: the most hilarious media that's, personalities. That's in right. The that's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. have. I mean, it's going to be an extravaganza. We're going to we're going to be doing shows every day live from Radio Row. Yep. Talking to the Chiefs tonight. Talking to them tomorrow. You. I mean. You name it. We're going to be there. Uh, I cannot wait to uh, cover all bases.
0: Yeah, and keep an eye on our Twitters. That's the most important thing because we're going to be pumping out content tonight from NFL opening night. We're yeah. going to be talking to Chiefs players. We're going to be going to Chiefs media availability in the yep. morning out at their hotel. So we're going to have a ton of exclusive content. Some of it's going to get uploaded to YouTube. Some of it's going to be on the Arrowhead Addict TikTok. Some of it's going to be on ArrowheadAddict.com, maybe Fansided.com, on our Twitters. Right. So you need to be following at Matt Vergeram on Twitter, at our Patrick Allen on Twitter, at Arrowhead Addict on Twitter, you need to be subscribed to alerts on the on the YouTube page. Follow us on Facebook. Just get all the Arrowhead Attic stuff lined up so you don't miss any of this exclusive content. You're going to get it before anybody else. That's why we came out here. It's to serve you guys and bring you the best right. damn cheese coverage right here from the Super Bowl. All right, we are gonna um, we're, we're gonna go see if we can score some cocaine. That's a joke, <laughs> but we're tired. Jesus. So maybe something to pro- – Can I say that? How down about just soda? Huh? How about uh, soda? But that's not gonna like that's not gonna last. Okay, we won't last we'll if, we, keep, if we we we'll just lose. keep it going. So, all right, we're not we're not after actual cocaine, but we will find something to keep ourselves awake. <laughs> I mean, oh can you can you imagine us like in an NFL opening night? You're asking a coach, 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 coach Reed, I'm on I'm on cocaine. <laughs> 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 I got up at four in the morning. I just want to ask you about the game. You know, so time yours. Yeah, yeah, time Tom yours. Last it. Super Bowl. Oh, your last Super Bowl. All right, we're, we're well, gonna Scott get on here. Give <laughs> him the question. We're gonna get out of here. Keep an eye on our twitters for more Chiefs coverage. But we will see you tomorrow, yes. right here live from Radio Row. From Matt Verderam. My name is Patrick Allen. Shout out to producer Richard for keeping us streaming. We will see you guys tomorrow. But until then, go Chiefs.
1: Stay away from the cocaine.